0: Welcome to today at the G1. We're back at today at the G1, not yesterday at the G1. I actually managed to get it all watched today from a six-match show at a Sun Plaza, which I didn't watch all of it because <laughs> I had to. I had to like work for a living today. Um, but first match was Ryoki Oe, um, who lost unsurprisingly to El Desperado. Despy going with the Indian Deathlock for a finisher this time, varying it up, trying different things out on some poor, unfortunate young men that he has them who've had the misfortune to get their limbs torn off by Despy. Uh very good, from what I understand. Don't really know anything about it because I didn't watch it. Then Hiroma Takahashi uh took on Kenta and took him to 20 minutes, 19 minutes and one seconds. So that's pretty impressive for a junior heavyweight to go into a top line heavyweight like that. Obviously was kind of replacing NATO um in this sense as Bushy did last week and Nagata did the week before they're varying it amongst uh, people, but they're supposed to have proper G1-style length of matches. And I'm guessing this was no different. I didn't get a chance to watch it because I only had time to watch four matches before I had to record this podcast. And I reserved it for the actual block matches themselves. Coach defeated Tangaloa with a Kamigoye knee. Um, uh, Tangaloa has four points. Coach has now ten points. took the lead momentarily in the tournament uh, block A match. Uh, Block A This was actually pretty good And may actually have been Probably one of the better matches On this particular card Tangelo has grown in this tournament And he's starting to have Proper G1 level matches Actually quite quickly For a guy who's just made His debut in the G1 And he's pulling his weight Certainly Um, And kind of introducing Little bits of things He's learnt as he's gone along so the uh, Yuji Nagata match he had the other week, he brought out the exploder from Yuji Nagata. He had that in there. He had Ibushi's own um, standing moonsault in this match as well. There was all sorts of little New Japanisms thrown in and scattered amongst his regular offense, and that was really cool to see. Kosh Ibushi was on top form except for the worst botch of the entire tournament, where Ibushi went for a dry of Poison Rana just after Tangaloa had hit a perfect Poison Rana and just bodged it completely, and Miss Lower, who bumped for it, even making it even worse. It was just like, ooh, ooh. It was horrible to watch. You can't make mistakes like that on such a big stage, but, you know, he's a big star. He will get away with it. 30 minutes and 46 seconds, probably so under-solid in time. I'd rather watch these two go for 20 minutes, to be honest. But it was fun while it lasted. We'll never get to see these two wrestle each other again on a regular basis, so enjoy it while you can. Zack Sabre Jr. vs. Yujiro Takahashi. <laughs> oh, just, I'm sorry, I just read the name of the finish, yeah, and it's made my week. Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Yujiro Takahashi by Tesco meal deal. For those of you who do not live in the United Kingdom, Tesco meal deal means you get a bag of crisps, or chips, if you are from North America, a sandwich and a bottle of either Coke, water, Dr. Pepper, or your preferred beverage for £3. I have had a couple of Tesco meal deals this week, and I went with sushi, a bottle of Coke, and some prawn cocktail crisps. Mainly because, like Zack Sabre Jr., I want to bring down capitalism. And if I keep taking these money, the money off them that way, eventually they will close down. Probably won't, but there you go. Eudero, um, actually tried some submission a little bit in this match, but he went back to his regular plan of hitting some big spots and hoping, which is really all he could do against Zack, who tied him in knots. Actually, Eugero was on top for a lot of this match, the point of being slightly boring. But it was alright for what it was. Peter had a nice baseball cap. I thought she looked cool. Um, and Zach was just Zach and he takes it to 10 points and with that win over Ibushi he tops the group so far next up we had Toriano versus Shingo Takagi uh, 3 wins and 3 losses for Toriano, who dropped it to the World Heavyweight Champion Shingo Takagi today 8 points um, I don't think as usual the IWGP champion is ever going to win this tournament because um, he just ain't um, anyway well last of the dragon with a bag over Yano's head because of course he did that was awesome uh, it was fun. It was good. Uh, it it wasn't classic Yano because it went slightly too long. Um, and but I mean, if they just shortened it up a little bit, but Shingo has to be Shingo, I suppose. But he's not really the star of this match. It's just like how is Yano going to lose? But it was fun while it lasted. But it was never going to be anything special. And then the main event: the Great Okan lost to Tomohiro Ishii, who is on a win streak four wins, three losses, eight points. And Okan is on a losing streak. Four wins, three losses. All in a row. Eight points. Vertical drop, brain buster. Oh my god. It looked like he dropped him like a sack of spuds. It looked like falling out of the sky like a satellite that had gone wrong. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> this was awkward to watch. Because I don't think Hokan and Ishii actually match each other very well. Ishii occasionally comes up against an opponent that just doesn't match what he does. Either he's much too much like Ishii, or he's just, just awkward. And it kind of was just a bit awkward. Things didn't quite gel. It wasn't bad. It wasn't dreadful. It just I just won't watch these two again. I won't really like seeing them again. It just didn't fit in the jigsaw puzzle of New Japan Pro Wrestling. It was just kind of a little bit off. Um it wasn't as good, for instance, as uh Coach Ibushi and Tangaloa, which was the match of the night now, come to think about it, which is worrying. Um, but yeah, it wasn't a bad performance from Ishii, it wasn't a bad performance from O'Khan. Just not, these two do don't just don't click as a, as, a, as a pair of opponents, I find. And that's okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, and that was that. So tonight's show is probably going to be quite short, he says, looking at the timestamp. 6 minutes and 17 seconds. Well, there was four really short matches, and I had time to watch them. And There wasn't an awful lot to talk about, apart from Ibushi's massive clangor. Um, I like the closing exchange, the Ishii no Kan, but it was an awful long while going there to make it really interesting. Um, Zack and Udro I'd watch again. They were all right. And Kyo Ibushi and Tangelo I'd watch four times a week. It was pretty fun. Uh, let's go to the schedule. Tomorrow, I think, we're on, aren't we? I think. Uh, September the 18th. Uh, oh, hang on. No, no, it might be not on here. Friday, the, September the the 8th uh, match lineup is going to be... That'll be Kosei fujuti against El Desperado. I wonder if he'll have his legs broken. Yoshi versus Tama Tonga. That should be interesting. Two defensive wrestlers. I think Tama might pick up a win there. Hiroki Goto versus Chase Owens. Chase is on a roll. He could take out Hiroki Goto, really, to subseal his... Uh, G1 Climax Tournament, and really kind of wind up to that shot against Hiroshi Tanahashi. Sanada versus Jeff Cobb, that'll be intriguing. Kind of looking forward to that. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Evil, not looking forward to that at all. <laughs> it will be boring. And Kazuchika Okada vs. Taichi, bit of a sleeper. I think that could actually be a bit of a classic. I don't hate Taichi as much. I mean, I still hate Taichi, obviously. But I don't hate him completely like I used to. I haven't got the energy anymore. Um, And he's had some good matches. I mean, obviously, still, he should go home. Um, But there we go. And that's my coverage of the G1 Climax for today. I will be about tomorrow, obviously, because it will be tomorrow from the G1 Climax. Yes. And that'll be be some B-block action. In the meantime, have a good evening, take care, and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Bye!